This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, happy Friday. It's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with another amazing episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and what's happening all over social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. What's up, Al Reynolds? And what's uh, up, Funky It's Yellow? Friday, Claudia. It's Friday. Yeah, y'all both look like you got paid. You got some new new fall attire on. Look at y'all. Well, honey, I don't have to wait until I get paid to get a couple of new pieces. Okay, you know, I don't have to wait. Those days are long behind me. I don't have to check to check. I don't have to wait until I get paid to get some pieces. I love nouveau rich people who have just got it like two weeks ago. Like I think they're so cute. Like it's so adorable. Well, you know what? Somebody said something to me one day. They said. Bitch, I hate <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the first thing? Okay, like we're all doing well, right? When you get to like the next level, like the next comma, what would be the next thing you would want to get? Like, like an egregious thing where you're like, you know what? Uh, I think for me at this point, it would have to be real estate. It'd be like a, a crazy like penthouse maybe or just some type of townhouse or house that I really don't need, mm -hmm. but just to say I'm that bitch, I got it. That, that's probably what it be. As far as material things are concerned, I'm not the biggest jewelry guy. I got a couple pieces. I'm cool with that. Um, I drive my dream car currently, so I don't I, I don't have that bug to get another car. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, what would you do? Is there a thing you would you would do or buy? So for me, it would be at this age, I'm all about experiences, right? So I think I would want to do that Four Seasons um, boat or yacht or mm. cruise ship. And I would sail around the world for like a year. A year? Okay. Or a month. I'll start with 30 days. But a year would be the, would be the highlight. I, I think I would want to cruise around the world. I would definitely want to be uh, bill free. Like I'm sick of seeing those big amounts coming out of my account every month. I would like to pay off my house and um, all my cars, everything be paid off. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm an experienced person too, Al. Like, I'm definitely about f good food, good travel, good beaches. Maldives. I want to just have a spot in the Maldives. That's what I want. All right. So we are, I just brought that up because we're going to put that out to the universe. So universe, you know what to do. Just really uh, quickly though, Claudia, if you can't afford a spot in the Maldives, when I was in Mexico this weekend, they had billboards up there, condos for 31000 So Are you I'm serious? I, bitch, I almost, if we went on the bus, I was going to go into the sales office and have them run my car real quick. I'm like, give me three of these holes and Literally. try to do like a little Airbnb situation. And uh, also there's a place in uh, Mexico that they are marketing as the, the what, Central or South America Maldives, which is like a place in Mexico, water's the same, beaches are the same, everything's the same. 
So you should probably check it out. I'll find out the name. Offline, let's talk about buying a property, y'all. And it could be the TGIF house and we Airbnb stuff. Let's talk about it. I would love that. Well, I'm out here in Aruba for my yearly trip. And, you know, Wanye, a boy's to met my good friend, him and his wife. It's his 50th birthday. So we are celebrating. So I'm going to be out here for a couple of days and uh, have a little fun. Y'all got plans for this weekend before we get to these topics? You know, I'll ask you later because we got to get to these topics because these producers, Uh they they like, uh, can y'all shut up about y'all selves? And talk about these celebrities. They just mad because we rich. <laughs> Sorry, producers. When we get on television for real, for real, y'all, y'all will go up a comma too. Wait, they about to mess our lighting up. I know, right? <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get into the show. Now we can all agree that at the golden age of eighty, it's probably time for President Joe Biden to have several seats. But don't worry, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris is ready to step up to the plate. Associated Press reporter Chris Meg Ryan recently asked VP Harris if she felt prepared to take on the role of president of the United States due to Biden's age. And VP Harris quickly replied, yes. What are your thoughts, Al? I think I, th- I think it's brilliant. I, hell yeah, she's ready. Hell yeah, she's ready. And it's time. And I love this plant. This clearly was a planted question that the White House gave this reporter to ask President. I mean, too. I'm putting it out in the universe as our VP Kamala Harris. And given the recent concerns of President Biden mentally as well as health, this remark is really important. And I'm excited. This is so exciting for me to see the White House position her as its principal representative as we rotate into this new election season. And we know, and there's no secret, that Harris and Biden have had differences in the past. But in order to secure the White House from the likes of like Trump's, we as citizens, citizens, we have to stay the course with the leaders who support and protect the rights of all citizens. And that's what the Biden and Harris ticket is going to do for us. All right, Q, what do you think? So I, I, listen, I am 100% for Kamala. I think she's beyond capable of doing the job. But let me ask you a question, Al and Claudia both. Do you think that this election cycle this next go around is going to be another one of those elections where we're not necessarily voting for Biden and Kamala, but we're voting to keep them out. Because that that's what it's giving me. You know, all things constant, Joe Biden does need to go sit his old ass down somewhere, right? But I think from the little that I do play in the, po- in the politics pool, I think the Democrats have done a very poor job of reading the next you know what I'm saying? It's like we we can't look at our party right now and be like, bam, that's yeah. the next one right there. We don't have no up and comers right now. So what do y'all think about that? I agree. And also, the, the here's a problem that I have with the Democratic Party. People say Joe Biden needs to sit his ass down. He's old. But I will say as being more center, he's accomplished so much legislatively that doesn't give sexy headlines. So no one's like, ooh, the Inflation Reduction Act. That's amazing. We're like, what is that? Right. Like they don't properly brag or market. They've never been good at that. Barack Obama used to never brag about anything it does. Republicans, they do everything. They go do a press conference. So that's number one. Uh, number two, you're, you're right. They don't. They, they're more respectful of each other than the Republicans. Republicans will eat each other up. Right. Like but the Democrats like, well, let's just not get in his way right now. And then thirdly, I really hate I watch on social media the ignorant um, uneducated comments about Kamala Harris. Well, where's she been? I forgot we even had a VP. The job of the VP is not to take the spotlight away from the current president. It's to be at the ready when anything happens. And if you actually do your research, she's actually done a whole lot of stuff. There's plenty of sites y'all can go to and see that, not y'all too, but there are. 
But yeah, Democrats make me nervous with the way they do not market. They do not brag. They 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 should be getting um, Gavin Newsom ready. They should be getting the mayor of Baltimore ready, who is awesome. Every Westmoreland, everyone loves him. There's a few other people that are out there that we should be priming for the next couple of elections. I just had a grand idea. Question, to answer your question, in my opinion, Q, if, if they are expecting to mobilize the black community the way they mobilized the last election, I think they need to actually factor this into their marketing campaign and into their messaging. Because there's one thing that we as African Americans are 100% sure about, and it's that, that we don't want to be under the tutelage of Trump in any form or fashion. So if they are smart, and we know that most of the time Democrats don't lean in on the smart side or going low when they go lower, um, I think they should incorporate this into their message. And this should be a time for America to keep it away, not make it great again, but keep it away from the likes of Trump. And that should be the slogan. My, and I was going to say, Al, really quickly, I just had an idea. Producers, take note. I think we should do a segment on this show called The Political Corner. It could be headed up by Al since you're the facts guy. To Claudia's point, where we can highlight some of these things that people don't know, because if they don't make the headlines, the average viewer that's looking for entertainment, much like myself, we're not going to go looking for it, especially if you're not politically inclined and, and mm. a lot of people aren't. But I think with this platform, since we've already got people's attention, we can do a couple bullet points in the political corner and talk about some of the accomplishments. We can, and we definitely will, because the Republicans have no new ideas. They just operate out of fear, and we need to we need to help combat that. All right, moving on. Speaking of presidents, convicted con artist Larry Sinclair is opening up about his alleged affair with former President Barack Obama. If you don't get out of here with this. During a recent sit-down with former Fox News host, Tucker Carlson, Sinclair claims he had sex with Obama in 1999, not once, but twice. The con artist said, I just started rubbing my hand along his thighs to see where it was going and went and it went direction and it went to the direction I had intended it to go. What are your thoughts on these allegations, uh, Funky? Oh, I watched this clip. The first thing that I hated was the smug ass look on Tucker Carlson's face. He was leaning in and just eating it up, eating it up. Just and, I, and I'm like, why? The second thing that came to my mind is the conservative, racist, white faction of white America. Y'all are just Barack Obama. He's not in office, and it just goes to show in this political climate what truly birthed the rise of all this Donald Trump white lash y'all hoes is still mad that we voted this black man in office all those doggone years ago his term is go gone written in history it's done and over lastly listen i don't put anything past anybody when it comes to sex and when it comes to party drugs and i've been around sex and party drugs enough to know that he wasn't doing no damn crap if he did anything okay it's not sexy it's not sexy. Now, listen, Barack is of the age that back in the day, maybe in the 80s when he was in college, maybe did people in that era smoke cigarettes and dabble around in cocaine? Perhaps what you're talking about when he was a senator in 1990s, something child, please. This man's record is squeaky clean, spotless. And y'all are trying your hardest to tarnish. And here's the beautiful thing about it. Nobody even believes it. No. And the brother piling on didn't help. But here's the thing, y'all. Um, 
when this when he was an unknown, if you weren't a political nerd like I am, uh, this would have came out when he was trying to get the nomination when they wanted Hillary to be next. Okay, trust and believe. Nothing was coming up on this man, and now because people he still be loved, all this stuff comes out. Go ahead, Al. What you know about this? What you think? This is just disgusting to me. I mean, it just it just makes my stomach turn. It's outlandish. It's stupid. It's lazy. It's lazy. And clearly, Tucker has reached an all-time low because of his ratings. We all know Tucker that when you first started your your Twitter show, you had about thirty million viewers, and now at episode eight, you got three million. So you're gonna lay your hat on our former President Obama. I mean, I am so tired of him continuously bemerching President Obama's legacy. I'm sick of it, and I'm sick of him, and I'm sick of people allowing him to do it. Tucker offered airtime, guys. Think about it. He's offering airtime to a substantial criminal, a dude with a criminal record as long as the next person off the street, and he has make, been making these claims for 15 years. There's no media source, there's no news source, there's no outlet to verify any of this stuff. But let me tell you something, Carlson, resorting to racism and homophobia to boost your profile is the lowest of low. And in my opinion, this might be your last attempt this last attempt has done more to humiliate yourself than to raise your profile because you look dumb. He, he's a total clown. And um, he, he always been. You can tell he was like the little twerp that no one really rocked with in high school. He caught a break out of, out of college and he got his position where he is now. So now it's his mission to make everybody just, right. just to get people back for the rest of his life. You're such a whole ass bitch, Tucker Carlson. And, and you know what? Like you said, Al, you gave this criminal with no credibility prime time on your show. And Elon Musk is, is still on Twitter. Is that what show? Yeah, it's on X. Elon Musk, you need to be, you should be ashamed of yourself as well because you claim to be the man that's off the truth, right? Mm, I think they all, they all doing their little dirt over there. All right, y'all, switching gears. <laughs> PETA is clapping back two months later after Pete Davidson left a gruesome voicemail for the company's vice president that said, bleep you and suck my bleep. The company is now planning to release a costume that features a paper mask printed with the comedian's face and a blue baseball cap with the hashtag symbol dollar sign, uh, the at symbol and explanation point and percentage symbol printed on it. Uh, oh, okay. This is not it yet, first of all. Let me go, Claudia. Let me this, go. This is dumb. Go ahead. Let me go. I have officially <laughs> lost all respect for Peter. All. Because at this point, y'all have become liberal bullies. Mm. You become bullies. I respect all nonprofits. I respect nonprofit work. But y'all are so engulfed in y'all's mission that your minds have become warped. And now you are bullying people. And, you, you know, an allowance has to be made just like space has to be made for you to have your views as Peter. Space has to be made for people to have opposing views. Then Instead of issuing an apology to Pete, because y'all got it wrong, you're still going to double down on this and, 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 and issue this merchandise. And, and here's the thing. You're preaching to the choir because the only per people who are going to buy this merchandise 
are people who are already up under you guys' umbrella who are already animal activists. Us other people that you're trying to bring into the fold, this is a turnoff because more people than not think like Pete Davidson. And this is not the way to get those of us who are on the fence or those of us who don't know anything about it to join your organization. It's amazing how people in the in the name of helping another, like a, a species, an animal, will then bully and bash a human. It takes away your credibility. Al, what do you think about this nonsense? This is my this is my rub here, okay? The celebrity-based fodder as a marketing strategy to get people to join your mission is just not working. To me, I feel like when I was growing up, PETA was like considered a serious organization. They were mm -hmm. advocates. They were almost like a regulatory entity that were protecting all rights of animals. And we rallied behind that and we stood in that. I'm like Q right now. Like I, I still stand for your mission, but I don't stand for how you're implementing your mission because it's making me feel like I'm being a part of a bullying organization. And that doesn't feel right. And definitely not on the backs of celebrities. I just feel like that is displaced and that's like what do we call that cloud chasing and that's not how this organization was formed to me peter come on your mission is so much bigger and so much greater whoever you got that's that's leading this charge and using celebrities to get what you need it's just not happening because what it looks like to me now is you're becoming the tmz for animals and that's definitely not what your mission statement says in your annual report Amazing, a company that says they have for the the ethical treatment of animals is of doing stuff like, stuff unethical. like like and, <laughs> and and throwing when they started throwing paint at people. I ain't gonna lie, I like the paint. I did, no. I did, I did. They they throw that paint on you. I did. Well, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't rich like I am now, so I didn't have to worry about being on the red carpets with the paint. Which I still ain't got no red carpet invitations, but they coming. They coming, um, but go ahead, child. Imagine you had a white fur coat on and you're in a red carpet and they throw paint on you. It's gonna be some problems. You'd be mad, but it'd be iconic. It'd definitely be one of those life moments that you tell your grandchildren. I was at the Met Ball. I was the one on the cover of Time Magazine with the long fur with the red paint. That was me. With the baseball bat in my hand, clubbing the Peter person that <laughs> tried to throw that paint in my, my coat. Did you All say right. clubbing? Clubbing. We, we, yeah, we clubbing. Mm -hmm. All right, coming up next, find out why the state of Florida should be canceled. And later, we have our tea fact of the day. Stick around. Welcome back to more TGIF on this fine Friday night. All right, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. That's why we're giving you the 411 in What the Florida. All right, parents of a former football player at Vieira High School are speaking out after their son was hazed and sexually assaulted in the locker room. Take a look. So who do you really care about? The Taylor family says their son is in counseling, but his school year was shattered. They're worried for other kids if this is the precedent for how hazing is handled. We have had to do too much legwork just to get nothing. I have no answers. We have no answers. All right, what's your take on the situation, Funky? 
I wish somebody would have hazed me in a locker room and sexually assaulted me. You know what? <laughs> this is why we can't be on network television. This, this is, is why, why we can't, can't be. Well, we can't be great. This is why we on Zoom still. Okay. What you want the football team to do to you, Funky? You want a gang bang? A gang bang? <laughs> help me with my help me with my homework. No, listen. This is unfortunate. This is you know, and and it's funny because Al and I both being in a Greek letter organization, even you know people being in band, you know there there's a certain level. Claudia, I'm sure with you on the track team, mm-hmm. varsity versus JV. There is a certain level of hazing or initiation processes that come along with just about most organized events and organizations. And you know, I'm cool with the healthy, with the healthy stuff. Like you know, freshmen pick up our jerseys. Freshmen, you guys have to wash the towels. Things of that sort. It's a rites of passage. But um, you know, things do go too far. And I was really concerned when they said sexually assaulted because. While I don't have the details from the story that we read, I would just be curious to know what all types of things took place that constitute sexual assault. And the line definitely has to be drawn there. And and this is one of those situations where we need to see a lineage of people fired from the coach to the principal to the district person to the superintendent, because it looks like one big cover up. And what's hazing? I remember hazing back in the day. I mean, I, I didn't pledge or anything like that, but I would hear about things. It just seems like people, well, you know, I guess it's society, right? It's decaying. It gets more and more wicked and more depraved before, okay, go get our jerseys. Now, let me stick this cucumber in your butt and uh, you can't say anything. And this is a brotherhood here. And right. I'm like, why do you want to do that? I, I'm just more concerned with the mentality of the people that are doing these things. Alan, what are your thoughts on this story? You know, there's a couple of things here. First of all, oh my gosh, how nice was it to see his mother and father speak and they they seemed very poised. They represented well on television. They looked good. They looked like, you know, they had some form of education and nice jobs. That I was just excited to see. I'm like, Hugh, I need to know some more details on what is what they define as sexual assault because to me that's the that's the real serious part right there there's one thing to haze somebody that's another thing to sexually assault them while you're also hazing them now what we do know is that the coach did get fired as the head coach but he is still a teacher there the students were kicked off the team and the games were postponed meaning they postponed the season but that's not enough this family says that they want a full investigation from law enforcement and Vera High School and administrators, you have failed this young man and this family and you have one opportunity to get this right. And I think because you have traumatized his life, you left him wondering why no one cares. You need to do everything you can to right that wrong and work with the authorities to make sure that everything that did happen in that locker room comes to light and everyone that did something wrong serves their time. Now, I have to, whenever I can throw a shot at this shady Republican, Jim Jordan, uh, if you remember with the Ohio State scandal, he was trying to help uh, stop uh, male wrestling victims from coming forward and speaking out against their coach that sexually harassed them. I'm going to always stay on his neck. So whenever I can, I'm going to throw him in there. All right. In light of news, a Florida man is facing criminal charges after he attempted to cross the uh, Atlantic Ocean to get to England in a human-sized hamster wheel contraption. Okay. Ray Reza Belushi, oh, that sounds Italian, uh, has been charged with obstruction of boarding and violating a captain of the port order. Funky, what say you? 
It's not his fault. Let me tell you what's oh, going okay. on. It's, okay. it's, two, it's two things going on down here. It's the rest of the world fault with the global warming. Okay, see, the global warming has opened up the ozone down here in Florida, and it's got the sun beaming down so damn hot that it's making the people delusional and delirious. Then you mix that with the cost of living down here in South Florida. Then you tie it all together with Rob DeSantis driving us crazy every day, and it's driving people insane. You know that man got to be insane. That thing ain't even had no air conditioning. Could you imagine floating in the Ziploc bag? It and was a know, hamster wheel. And then he <laughs> blaming the ozone layer. He wasn't even trying to get to Key West. He was trying to go to England. The ozone layer did that. And that's all LA fault. Yeah, LA and New York fault. Because y'all got too many buildings and too much bus pollution. Okay. And it's messing up the environment. So I move that we give him. A couple weeks in the mental institution, let him get evaluated, and then let him get a caretaker and send him home. Be innocent. Like this is more often the case than not. Like you be blaming like elephants came from Rhode Island or the crack <laughs> came from West Pass, Virginia. <laughs> At some point, you're gonna have to accept the fact that the people. Listen, not until Rob DeSantis get out of office, we have reached our quota of accepting any more crazy. He he's filled up our crazy cup. <laughs> All right, Alex. I'm sure this is not going to be the last we hear from this man. This is like his fifth attempt. He keep wasting taxpayers' dollars. Look, Funky, go have a conversation with him, please. I am going to say this, though, to Al's point. This is the third time that they've caught him. And, and one time he had to be rescued with a helicopter. The other time he had to be rescued with the Coast Guard. In all honesty... In all honesty, leave his ass out there the next time. Like, leave, leave him alone. Turn your back he's, on him that quick. He's not hurting any. He's well, not hurting like, anyone. Bring him in, rehab him. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's not asking for help. They were actually in a two-day standoff, and the man took a knife and was like, "Leave me alone. I'm trying to get to England. He's trying, he trying to be the Nina, the Pizza, and the Santa Maria. Let his ass. Leave him alone. He ain't bothering nobody." Let him cross the ocean and be the Amelia Earhart of the other people. <laughs> and if they can let black people stay on the the tops of their apartments and their buildings and, and, and Hurricane Katrina, they can let his punk ass with the the, right. the hamster wheel stay out there. You mean if right. they can let those Haitians drown that was coming over on that boat, they all of a sudden couldn't rescue them, those 20, 30, 40, 50 people, but they can find this man every single time he's out there playing on a hamster wheel. Hey, uh, Italian guy, Belushi, if you don't want to be rescued, put some uh, paint, Some I'll, we'll give you one pass to go right. black and they'll leave your ass out there. Yeah, right. Act like you Haitian or something, because that's how they treat them. That's so true. All right, look, we know cocaine can make you do some strange things, but selling it in front of your kid, that's too much. A mother in Riviera Beach is facing multiple charges after detectives say, Damn it, it's one of us. She sold crack cocaine in front of her one-year-old child out of a motel room. Tiffany Rain's charges, including possession of cocaine with intent to sell, possession of MDPV, AKA bath salts. Oh my God, they still doing that. Possession of drug paraphernalia and neglect of a child. Funky Dineva. <laughs> I'm not saying this is your wheelhouse, but you done talked about it before. Listen, Erica Badu told us a long time ago, working <laughs> honest, but it pays the bills, okay? <laughs> it, it is. Now, now listen, cause, and I'm, I'm going to break this down really quick. I'm going to make this very succinct. The story here is not about the child. That That's not the story, right? That, that's used to sensationalize this headline. If you take the child out of it, 
she was selling drugs, all right? That's the story. This woman was selling drugs. Here is why I'm not going to bash her, y'all. Um, it wasn't until I moved back to Miami and I started hanging out down to the bar with the Honda Cars B that I've really come into close proximity with people that I ordinarily would not be friends with, including prostitutes and Black and Latino women that sell drugs. I'm really close with a, a friend right now who sells drugs. And ordinarily, I would have judged her. But over the time, over the years, I found her story. And there is a subsection of the population, guys, that don't have many opportunities. My particular friend, um, you know, her mother wasn't no good to her. She didn't get a high school diploma. She's now 40 something years old. She, you know, moved here from Puerto Rico. Just opportunities were not there without any education. And she ended up doing what she had to do. And she cries all the time. She's like, you think I want to be such and such and such doing this? This is not something that I want to do, but the only jobs I qualify for are waitressing jobs and bartending jobs, and they don't pay. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, I do this out of necessity. So I'm not going to knock this woman because odds are she, nobody wakes up and says, I want to sell drugs to feed my children. So I'm going to give her a pass. And I think that if we focus on curing poverty, the rest of this will clear itself up. I agree with that. I have some compassion for uh, people that do it out of to struggle to to survive out of survival. Now, the ones that are just being greedy and just want the bigger mansion, that's something else. The big drug drug traffickers, but the survival, I get that. I understand. She's selling that. crack. She's selling crack out of a motel, which means what, Claudia? She's probably living there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Anything? I mean, I agree with you two guys. And I, my whole thing here was I can't bash a person who's doing what they got to do to survive and feed their kids. Unfortunately, she got caught. Um, and to me, that's a failure in the system. The system needs to do a better job of placing her in affordable housing or some type of housing, some type of food program, and some type of chair, caregiving for that child program, child care. So I'm like you, I'm like both of you. This I can't bash her for. All right, well, coming up next, we have your chief fact of the day and later, Is Doja Cat crying out for help? Find out when we return. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history. So it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our key facts of the day. All right, do y'all remember Michael Jackson's hit song, Dirty Diana? Dirty Diana, yeah, I do. (laughs) Well, back in 1988, Michael was scheduled to perform in front of the princess, Princess Diana, at Wembley Stadium in the UK. And he decided to remove the song from his performance list out of respect for Diana. Now, check this out. Before his performance, Princess Diana approached him and whispered, are you going to do Dirty Diana tonight? Mike replied, no, I took it out of the show because of you. Now, the pop singer went on to say that it was actually Diana's favorite song. What are your thoughts on this tea fact of the day? Whoever wants to go first. You know, when I read it, Claudia, it made my heart smile. And it, it, it made me feel good. I feel like there, I feel like Michael Jackson, Princess Diana, and Whitney Houston, like, 
they would have been like one hell of a clique of friends. I feel like for whatever reasons, their lives were different, but very similar. And it was just really refreshing that he had that level of respect for her, but she actually wanted to hear the song. I don't know. It's just, just something about that made me, this picture makes me feel like those two had some sort of spiritual connection that only they kind of understood. And I'll throw Whitney Houston in that box as well. Um, and then the last thing is, I don't know, black ghetto folklore. I thought the song was about Diana Ross. Somebody, I, like, I, 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 think I think it is. I think it is. No, 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 no. The song was about not, groupies. It's about groupies. About groupies. And oh, all the yeah. things that they would do. Well, I like it better than about Diana Ross. So, yeah. But you, you heard that too, Claudia, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought I, I it was a rumor, but you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they you said that what? they had a little. Let me tell you something. So production, can you put that picture back up with where they're meeting? Okay, so this is the first time they actually have ever met. And this is the beginning of their friendship, guys. And what I thought was so interesting was Michael Jackson shared in the media in 1999 that him and Princess Diana were very close and they often spoke on the phone at 3 a.m. in the morning, West Coast time, and they would talk for hours. And the one thing that they had uh, in common was they talked about their kids, they talked about the paparazzi, they talked about how the media treated them, and the bond just grew stronger and stronger and stronger because of the extreme stress that the press created in both of their lives. I thought that was very interesting to me. Yeah, I, I wish they both were around. You know, I feel like I think they have they could probably bond it off of like a happiness, like a childlike happiness and enthusiasm for life. But then at the same time, a sadness about their position that the sad stuff that the negatives that come with that being that level of fame and attention, you know, kind of being a prisoner in your own fame. So I think they would have been awesome friends as well. All right, let's get back to some more topics. Kim Zolciak jokingly revealed that her daughter, Brielle Beerman, paid their electric bill after fans questioned her about her finances. Take a look. You guys, please, yeah, don't even, not even acknowledging so. Thank you guys so much. Actually, Brielle paid the electric bill, thank you. Whose face is that? Because that's not Kim Zodiac. That's not the Kim Zodiac that I've ever seen on television. Who do y'all think she was joking? And let's not forget, she was selling hair, old hair, used hair, old wigs on Instagram a few months ago. She's just trying to make light of a, of a bad situation for herself. I got several questions. First off, if I call her ugly, am I going to be on the blogs for the next two weeks? <laughs> Try and find out. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Because that bitch skin look like melted mozzarella pizza. Okay. Her skin look like it's falling off a damn skeleton. She got Home Depot bricks in her mouth for teeth. Without makeup, she ain't cute. Oh, Lord. Okay? Um, Here we go. Wait a minute. As a woman, I got to stop you there, Funky. That's mean. <laughs> No, but she's um, not America's sweet. She's, uh, she's, yeah, she's yeah. Here is what I do know. Being a public figure and going through some very embarrassing life situations in front of the camera as well, things bother you when you address them, right? And she's trying to put on a brave face and make light of it or whatever the case may be, when in all actuality, 40 has taught me, lean in. Girl, lean in. Girl, you having money troubles. You are having money troubles, bitch. You need to get on that thing. I can guarantee you, 
all of America would actually support you and kind of be on your side because quiet as it's kept, the overwhelming majority of Americans right now are having money issues. But you need to lean in and stop trying to flex in front like y'all are doing so well and you're not. All your credit, listen, honey, when Target is suing you, how the hell you ain't paying your Target bill? American Express suing you and your daughters. Uh, lunch last night with my good friend Larnette, lunch, and we were just talking about how Atlanta suck you in and have you feeling like you got to live here, you got to wear this, you've got to dress that. But after you don't spend all your money down to zero, at what point do you throw all that out the way and you put your rational mind back on? I'm going to say Atlanta and when you do reality TV and reality is all you have on your resume before there was nothing before there's probably nothing after you live life. So, Oh, so unrealistically, everything you've done has been for the cameras, been to keep, get another season, to get renewed, to get picked up, to get more attention. So she probably has a really tough time being real. She has a tough time saying, look, man, I was balling and now I'm not. She's bad right now. But like you said, I agree. I think that would make her more likable because it's it's giving obnoxious. Like, we know you're going through it, and we're not mad at you for going through it. We're mad at she's you. A white, she is a white woman. Do you know how many people, white women at HSN, will throw her a bone? You know, that bitch got on TV and actually said, bitch, I'm broke. And, I, and, I, and I'm and i having a hard time supporting my children and my family. Me and Croy made some mistakes. Do you know how many people would sympathize with her and throw her all type of fashion lines and throw her a bone? Listen. I, I I can't listen to you all talk like this any longer. I, there are too many grown ass people living in that house that can go out and get a job and cover the cost of that mortgage in a car. You got me, y'all got me messed up. Uh, Corey, Corey, whatever his name is, get your ass up and go get a freaking job and pay some freaking bills. Kim, get your ass over there and mm -hmm. find a job. Do some work. Create only fans. Show your toes. Wiggle your wigs. Do something. Get a job and pay some bills. And that daughter, she's got cab cosmetics. She's way in her 20s. She's too long in the tooth. Got 1.3 million followers. Got a cosmetic company. You need to be paying more than the electric bill, young lady. If you stand in that house, you reaping those rewards. Get your ass out and get a job. And, and and help with the freaking bills. All three of them, and we know that she's got another older daughter, correct? That's four grown-ups. If all of them go out and get a job that's $40,000, that's $160,000 a year, and they can put all this to rest, I'm done. That Forget ain't enough that. money, Al. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, care. They can save the house at least. About seven. You, you know, but what you're saying would require humility, and I think they still think that they are millionaires from when they were fronting like they were on the show so they clearly are not you see celebrities all the time i can't work there people will recognize me i can't do that it's everything's beneath them once they get to a certain level i see party girls in la that were not even celebs but they were popular i can't get a job because that's going to interfere with my my social life and then people are going to recognize me like bitch you are you work, work Listen, them all knock it let off me, let me share something with you i, I when i when i got my divorce i couldn't get a regular job so what was I going to do? Either I was going to couch, couch surf, couch surf, 
be homeless or move back home home. I had to go get a job. I went back to teaching for $50,000 a year in a historically black college. I started doing multiple things to make make ends meet. This is what you got to do. Welcome to America. I'm done with this. I'm not feeling sorry for them. Do like what I had to do. You had to eat humble pie and had to start the freak over from the bottom. Welcome, Kim. Welcome. You're back to the first floor. It's actually called being an adult. Yeah. All right, keep it locked because coming up next is Doja Cat trolling on social media or crying out for help. And later we have our birthday roll call. We'll be back. Well, welcome back. All right, Doja Cat is back in the news after posting a photo of herself wearing a neck brace with the caption, I'm fine, my neck is fine. Now one person on social media wrote, I'm convinced she sniffs lines then be like, now I can get more attention on social media while acting like I don't want it. That's what they said, not us. And another person wrote, when you go against God and follow a satanic view, you only have divine punishment. I'm kind of getting sick of her now at this point. I felt bad for her at first, but now I'm getting tired of I'm tired of these antics. Like, what are we doing? Uh, were you in an accident or not? Is it attention or not? It's annoying. Make a song. What do y'all think is going on with Doja Cat? Go ahead, Q. I don't know. I guess today I just must be a weirdo mood. Seeing her, like, with no makeup, dressed like some woman from middle of America, leaving the Social Security office, trying to get her disability benefits. Like, it's just funny as hell to me. Um, for whatever reason, ordinarily, I'm annoyed with her. But today, I'm not. And here's the thing, guys. Like, I, I said this on Wednesday's show. It's not like we haven't seen this before. I mean, it ain't no different than Lady Gaga showing up on the red carpet with red meat on as a dress. Mm -hmm. It ain't no different than some of the things Dennis Rodman did back in the day. It was no different than some of the things that Marilyn Manson did back in the day. The only difference is they did theirs on red carpet. It wasn't in our face every day because we didn't have social media at those times. But this, this, I think it's funny today. Okay. You and I don't know it yet. I'll check back in two weeks because probably five more things before then. Al, what you think about this? Desperate, corny. She spoke on, was it Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood or something? And she said she was trolling. It's getting old. It's, it's, it's just getting old. The antics, this crying wolf in all these different ways. What if something really was wrong with her? We would never know because we wouldn't, we wouldn't jump to her rescue because we would think she's playing and i think that's what we're teetering here and you could do better doja cat you're way too talented for this can we see that picture one more time see that's the picture that peter could have used because she's giving pete davidson <laughs> this shit is so funny to me and, and, and i'm gonna take it a step further it's funny how people can go from not cute to cute with makeup because you look at her with the with the, the thing on and she's not somebody you would look at twice if you ran into her in the mall. Right. Eyebrows, when you don't have no eyebrows, like that's why I have mine tattooed in. They're like flaking right now, but eyebrows make all the difference and like a lip line. But you know, I'm going to tell you guys my bigger concern. My bigger concern is I think our society is going to collapse when the Doja Cats 
get 40 and 50, that whole generation, I think it's going to cause a societal collapse because they fish for attention like it's oxygen. And I'm just curious to know how a whole generation that was raised on social media, psychologically, how they're going to be when they get 40 and 50 and there's no more limelight or antics for them to pull what is going to happen to our society then. Crack, more drugs, more drinking. (laughs) It's funny because you know what I say? When we were in the crack, when we were in the crack, when we were in the crack epidemic, we didn't know we were in it. You know, the label kind of happens after we're in it. I wouldn't be surprised if we find ourselves in the social media academic. I was definitely mm. uh, an addict. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas, you may want to take a break from vaping after this story. <laughs> and some of y'all can't afford to lose any more inches. According to a new research on male rats, vaping can shrink the size of your testicles, which can hamper your sex drive and reduce sperm count. All right, so it's not the D size, it's your balls. <laughs> Al? Uh, uh, you like having big I'm, balls? Is big balls listen, a good thing? I, listen, I mean, I, I tend to vape, so I don't know. I, I, I always thought this was like a non-Hispanic white youth thing. I think they are the ones that, that use it the most, right? So I don't know. If it's unhealthy, I think I'm gonna have to try something different. But I don't think my balls have shrunk or anything like that. So I don't know about my sperm count, but I know my balls haven't shrunk. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to talk about. It really is, especially when you make it personal. Um, this is this this is of no consequence to me, right? Like, I don't smoke. I'm not a smoker, so I don't smoke. And a lot of people around me. Um, don't smoke. I mean, honestly and truthfully, when it comes to ingesting tobacco, I think your balls shrinking is the least of your worries. And I'm not a doctor nor a scientist, but I'm willing to bet that the shrinkage isn't even significant enough for people to even give a damn. They want their nicotine fix. So. Well, my question is, they use uh, lab rats. Do lab rats have big balls or something? Like, how do you know that a lab rat's balls have shrunk? Oh, you have you you, you never you never had hamsters as a kid, Al, or gerbil or rat? They got they balls be hanging. No, but that's a hamster. We're talking about these little small white lab rats. Male rats have protruding balls. Across, you know what I want to know even more so than that. How do you like getting that job right when you have your first few days of orientation? And they uh, tell you what a normal rat's or mice mouse's ball sack size is supposed to be, <laughs> and then you gotta measure it. And and you, you gotta, gotta measure it, and then you gotta like measure. Like you just gotta feel like a perp. Open up the little rat's legs and measure. Oh, balls shrunk down ten percent. Like who's? How do you get this game? Claudia, we made it this far, and we did good. If you don't send this damn show to commercial, <laughs> we gotta go to hell. I got questions. <laughs> I think the viewers are joining. No, we've been on our best behavior mm-hmm. the last. I think they want to know. All right, scientists chime in. All right, coming up, we have our birthday roll call in our tea bag of the week. Find out who the lucky person is when we return. I have questions. I want to know about the bottle. Mm, honey. <laughs> Not me, girl. Jackie's breaking of the color barrier is the greatest moment in the history of baseball. The Rising, celebrating black athletes. I heard that he was picked. I said, there's no looking back. We're in. In sport and beyond. 
A lot of people kind of use this analogy about Black Lives Matter as a movement. When you're black, it's not a movement, it's a lifestyle. Back to back episodes every Wednesday. There should be no stereotypes, you know? Stereotypes are meant to be broken, so let's break them all down. On Fox Soul. Welcome inside the black box. So you guys ready to have some fun? Forget the acting studio. I'm here with you guys. Creativity will find its way. It doesn't matter what the ethnicity is. Television and movies are the mediums of stereotypes. Just because we all have the same color don't mean we have the same experience. Your uniqueness is your greatness. Welcome inside the black box. Every Monday on Fox Soul. Elon Musk posted on Twitter expressing his willingness to participate in a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. McMillan and Mara. I don't give two dams about Elon Musk, and I don't care about Mark Zuckerberg, who helped to facilitate the onslaught of social media, which is ruining democracy and destroying slowly but surely black culture. Every Thursday. I hope they beat each other's brains and out. And neither one of them can go back and to work. And neither one of them can go back to work. That might not make it on the social media page. T-G-I-F. Kavaliza says, happy birthday, Q. Welcome to the 40 Club. Live and interactive. Thank you guys so much for the love, the well wishes. I am gladly accepting $40 donations. And where's the $40 going? To feed the children. It's a charity foundation. (laughs) Cherry Hunt said, you old now, baby. (laughs) On Fox Soul. You can't be using that young and supple anymore. Oh, Chachi, just as long as y'all are almost 60, I will continue to use young and supple. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Now, soulmates, you guys are always requesting a birthday shout-out, so we're going to kick off the celebration tonight with our soulful birthday shout-outs. First up, this is a special one, so I actually want to make it a little more special and not just do the normal happy birthday. It's for our supervising producer, Justin Hart. We have a special birthday song for you. From the voice of Foxhole, mess ups. Birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Justin, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, soulmates, happy birthday, soulmates, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. That sounds like Joyce. That was Gladys Knight. I thought it was that right. It's the one time Joyce chime in when she's supposed to. Right. I got permission to do this. I asked her, I said, you can do it if you let the viewers see what you look like. She goes, my hair ain't done. I said, your hair ain't never done. (laughs) Take it away, Claudia. I said, just come on the screen eating crab legs, like smoking some tea like you always love. <laughs> no, it's just jokes. But thank you for the soulful sounds from our EP, Joyce, that y'all always hear. That's Joyce, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Justin, happy birthday. Happy Next birthday, have- Justin. And stop getting on our nerves all the damn time. And maybe you'll live to have another birthday, you <laughs> raggedy capper. That's not <laughs> nice. Don't, don't, don't do too much. Don't I do love much. you, Justin. We don't love do you. Uh, oh, girl. Oh, girl, bye. Y'all know y'all raggedy. Go on to the next birthday's party. Wait, wait, Justin, we've been down for a long time. We have some ups and downs, and I am very happy that you're still rocking with us. I, I love you. I adore you. We have many conversations offline, and you are doing your thing ever since we met on The Raw Word, another talk show we did. 
and you are doing your thing. So I'm very proud of you. And we're glad to, we're lucky to have you. So happy birthday, Justin. And I guess Al will send you a nude later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've just felt like throwing you on the bus. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> next we have Vanessa Smith out of Pearl, Mississippi. Hey, Vanessa oh, girl. Hey, Vanessa girl. Happy birthday. Oh, and she graduated from college. Come through. I love it. She is that cute. Jewish doctorate? Is that, is that her JD? She cute. Come on, Miss Miss Vanessa, we see you. Next, we have happy 55th birthday to Angie Laird out of Santa Barbara. Oh, she got money. Santa Barbara. Well, Angie, you rich, girl. Send us some money, honey. Angie rich. Uh, <laughs> happy 31st birthday to Tatiana Wells. Tatiana Wells, happy 31st. Okay, Tatiana. And last, oh, I'm sorry. This ain't, we got more. Is happy that birthday, Shepard? That's a Jay out of, wait, hold up now. <laughs> Q. Jay, anybody Jay, ever told you? Put that back up, production. Jay, anybody ever told you you favor Sherry Shepard? And that's not Shay. She, she favors Sherry yes. Shepard. Is, like is that Jay or is that Tanisha? Is that you know, Tanisha Jay. James or is that Jay? Okay. I think that may have been Tanisha James. Is that Tan right. Happy birthday, Tanisha James. We got a little ahead of ourselves. Happy birthday, Tanisha James. That was the last photo. That one that Funky said. She doesn't think she could be like a younger that's sister. That's or a relative. All right, so that was lots of fun. Okay. Uh, make sure you guys continue to send us your a name, photo, and your hometown to TGIF at TV so we can give you a special birthday shout out. All right. We've covered so many crazy stories this week. We like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our teabag of the week. All right, our tea bags of the week go to Kanye West and his wife, Bianca, who were permanently banned from a boating company in Venice, Italy, after the two were spotted getting their freak on. Fellas, what do you have to say about our honorary tea bag of the week? I don't think it's right for us to be teasing people with mental illness, and I'm going to leave it at that. Like, this is just, it, Kanye is so low-hanging food at this point that, um, yeah, I just want him to take a bath. How about that? Mm -hmm. I just wish we would do a blackout on media coverage of them. Until further notice. Um, I'm so sick of him and his wife, and I just need her to put a bra on. But you know, right. I will say this, Claudia, really quickly. I'm glad he went and got a white woman to make a fool out of. Hmm? If that means anything. <laughs> I mean, he got one he thing that, right. Go make a fool that, out of her ass. He had that beautiful model, that black girl that was in uh, L.A. that was so pretty, but I knew it wasn't work. She seemed like she was sane. All right, I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing a damn thing. And thank you for watching us on YouTube. Hit that like button and watch it again tomorrow. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales. And we will see you all next week. Y'all have a good week and y'all behave yourselves. I'll be good. I'll be good at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> chee, 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 chee. You know, I'm going to have me one margarita. I'm going to put it.